just to kind of give a testament to what's happened in our Bible study with just the group of 12 that's now grown to like 20 guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Which will be bigger, by the way, once I start, like actually. Once it actually starts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is just what we have going on yeah, yeah. Um, with guys that, you know, just need to come and be vulnerable with each other and share what's going on. We had a great Bible study this morning. Guys are just becoming more and more comfortable talking about the reality of what they're dealing with. And, um, you know, I, I see for this podcast being a really refreshing place for people to be vulnerable and talk about the things that, cause it's easy to talk about how well your investment strategies have been working and how well your new routine and time management has been working for you. And it's, you serve people in that way, but there's an underlying, uh, there's an underlying struggle that the world has every single person out there has that they're dealing with their own version of suffering. And if they don't see people that they respect show that same kind of uh, vulnerability to share mm-hmm. their suffering, they'll feel alone out there. And a lot of the guys in Bible study have come up to me and said, man, I just, it's awesome being a part of this group because I just don't feel so isolated in yeah. my struggle. You realize, wow, we all have a very similar experience. Yeah. Well, one thing too is, you know, wealthy kingdoms focus, which is like what the nonprofit has mm-hmm. to be about is, is on entrepreneurs and business people. Mm-hmm. Like that's the focus. Now, does it mean we don't have just W2 people who come to Bible study? No, we have like normal W2 yeah. people, right? But most of them are very like, they're driven to, you know, be like, they have like side hustles, yeah. and entrepreneurial, like they want to buy real estate, like mm-hmm. even though they have a W2. So it's not just, Oh, if you don't have a business, you can't join. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, it just so happens the focus is on like people who are interested in business. Right. And all that. Right. And so like that's the commonality along with obviously trying to grow in faith in Jesus. Mm. So it's like, man, when you mix those two things where all of us have very similar, you know, hobbies and wanting to grow our business, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say hobbies, but like interest. Drive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then we all, you know, are also seeking Jesus now. You know, some people who jo- uh, come in, they're not seeking Jesus yet. Mm. Well, actually, I'd say they probably are. That's why they're coming something. in, mm-hmm. right? They're like, hey, I'm, I'm interested. I don't believe yet. There's something more. Yeah, I'm interested. Mm. So um, to that end, what I believe is that that audience is so underserved. Mm-hmm. You know, when I look at, okay, you know, what what, what are the, the current nonprofits and things out there? It's like... Yeah, I mean, there's lots of things for single moms, you know, right. and more power to them. There's lots of ones for, you know, kids with special needs. There's lots of ones for, you know, um, sex trafficking. And when, like, mm-hmm. I can think of a lot of different ones off the top of my head that, you know, that there's currently already a lot of things for. Mm-hmm. When I think about who's, you know, reaching out to the entrepreneurs and business people, <laughs> If there was one, I would already be a part of it. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you would have found it. Already. I would have already yeah. found it. I'm right. the guy who mm-hmm. would be seeking that. So it doesn't exist. It doesn't. And, and, and I'll tell you, like most of my businesses started because of a need mm-hmm. that didn't exist. Um, so I was like, steal myself. Yeah. And that's basically what happened with Wealthy King. Because I'm more than happy to go support an existing thing that mm-hmm. I believe in. Of course. You know? Um, if it existed, you probably would have. Yeah. And this wouldn't be happening. Either. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Um you know, like uh, this clothing brand scene. Yeah. Uh, like I don't need to create my own clothing brand. Like I'm in partnership with them. Exactly. It's great. So 
you know, I'll, I'll wear the Rolex. Yeah. Like I don't need to go make a watch. <laughs> make a watch company. Right. Yeah. So when something doesn't exist, that's when I'm like, my, my entrepreneur brain starts kicking like, dude, mm-hmm. you know, this doesn't exist. It's a huge need. Mm-hmm. Who's going to solve the problem? Right. Yeah. And like in a normal business, sure, it's going to be about money and like whether or not it makes sense to do. But mm-hmm. in this sense, this is about eternity. Right. And it has nothing to do with money of more so just obedience. Like this is a need for the body. It is. We have to do it. So it's interesting because unfortunately, you know, rich people and people who are making money and having success, they do get neglected spiritually mm-hmm. because nobody's like trying to help them. Right. They're like, you're good. You're rich, man. You're good. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's like the poor, everybody's like, yeah, dude, we got to help the poor. Right. We can all get behind that. But what, what are we going to do helping these successful entrepreneurs? Right. They're good. What can we give them? They're already rich. Yeah. And, you know, what does the Bible say? Like, it's harder for a rich person to enter heaven than you know, a camel to go through the eye of a needle. Yeah. And it's true. Like I talk to very successful people on a daily basis Mm. and many of them are not believers. Mm -hmm. I would say actually most of them are not believers. And the truth of the matter is they've become worldly successful Mm -hmm. um, on their own. Right. And so they don't think they need help. They don't even know that they have a problem. Mm -hmm. And if they do have a problem, they look for worldly answers. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, I look at this group of people and I'm like, dude, we got to help them because they don't even know. Right. And they have so much influence over so many yes. because of their success. Their that, abundance, really. Yeah. And if they're, you know, using it for the wrong reasons, it's going to cause even more problems and souls to be lost. But then, you know, that that's for the people who think they're good. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who have made a lot of money and who have built things and had success, but they know they're not good. Right. They're going through depression, anxiety, marital problems. Um, Their kids hate them. Suffering. Suffering. Like they are going through it, even though on paper things look good. Right. And they don't know what to do. Well, and that's part of what entrepreneurship is about. And I think that in a big way, it's been misconstrued. Just like I said, the stereotypical caricature of a of a passive, weak Christian that drove me away from Christianity at a young age. Entrepreneurs have the same idea sometimes where, okay, if I want to be successful by the worldly standard, I have to be a savage. Some people think they have to be immoral and to step on others. And a lot of the time, that is what drives people away from abundance. Because yeah it's easy to misconstrue the the scripture and say that money is the root of all evil. Yeah. And to buy into the idea that abundance isn't something that God wants for us. Mm-hmm. I think what's important about this is you're showing that, you know, it, it, it it's not step on the next guy to get rich and then live rich while suffering your, your deeds, suffering the conscience, the tarnished conscience of bad deeds. You're showing entrepreneurs that, hey, look, yes, you can be successful whether you have Christ or not by the ways of the world. You can have massive worldly success, but there's a deeper version of success, and that's kind of the wealthy way and the acronym. Yep. There's a deeper version of success that reaches past the financial abundance. It doesn't mean financial abundance isn't a part of the formula that God wants for us to not have fear and guilt. And that's why guys that come in with a W-2 
do come in and they relate to the entrepreneurs that are starting their business because they say, oh yeah, you know, a part of me, like for me, I have a W2. Part of me says, okay, I am so grateful to provide for my family. On the other side of that, I think God has me called to something greater and I want to be around Christian men that are growing in their abundance through their gifts, not necessarily toward massive financial success, but toward abundance through their gift in a way that brings fulfillment to their life, to their families' lives. And I think the core of this Bible study is sharing that journey with folks and sharing with people that you can trust and taking their, their advice and their wisdom and sometimes just their understanding to make you feel seen.